Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. No, I love to push myself, I think. At my age, last time I was working out, I was doing two a days and everything else. In a perfect world, you work out once a day. Mm. Do everything else you can to recover, rest, and prepare for the next day. I love life as a whole, and I want to extend it as long as possible. Right? There's no guarantee. I tell you what, it feels a lot better uh, with success or failure if you've given it your all, as opposed to something that you just kind of you threw a little time and attention at, but didn't really give it your all and, and complete focus. Welcome to the Men's Health Strength Sessions, the official podcast where we explore unique stories from your everyday bloke to the extraordinary achievers about what strength means to them, be it physical, emotional, or mental. I'm your host, Scott Henderson, editor of Men's Health Australia, and I'm joined as always by Lincoln Lewis. Thanks for having me back, mate. Good to see you. I'm really looking forward to today's chat, mate, because you have just gotten back from LA and you have talked to someone who's been a bit of a bit of an eye, not even a bit, he's been a huge icon of the film and television industry. He's been an idol of mine and I, 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 I can't wait to hear this, this chat because he is just an absolute legend in all areas of the entertainment industry. Who did you just chat to? I went over to LA for 24 hours and we got to chat to the one and only Marky Mark, Marky Mark Wahlberg. Mark! Yeah, so it was... Like I said, it was a total whirlwind trip. Um, I was actually there when the when the earthquake struck LA, uh, which was a little bit terrifying. But you know, in the lead up to the interview, you'll appreciate this link as an actor. Um, I went full method. Um, you did. Okay. I did. I went through this. I went to Wahlburgers before the interview. <laughs> got my Mark Wahlberg recommended burger. I did the four a.m. Uh, wake up workout. The routine. I've heard about this. Yeah, because he only sleeps a couple of hours, so he says. Apparently, I think. Well, we we talked to him about this in the interview, but that was just for a movie, which which kind of let me down uh, a little bit and kind of wasted my four a.m. wake see, up hey, a little. Fake news, mate. It's clickbait. It is clickbait. <laughs> Can you run us through like what your routine, your Marky Mark routine, when you got into LA? What was that? Well, it's going to be a lot lamer than it, than it seems, <laughs> you know, because, uh, you know, flying that distance, you get there early in the morning, LA time. I got my Mark Wahlberg burger at 5 p.m. that night, went to sleep at Beautiful. 7. Beautiful. <laughs> in anticipation of the 4 a.m. wake up. Woke it's up, like a cheeky night out in Sydney, yeah, yeah, so yeah. you're sweet. <laughs> it's my standard routine, basically. Uh, woke up early, did my did my workout at 4 a.m., had breakfast, then went over to his um, F45 studio. So the reason we're interviewing Mark is because he's just invested in the Australian franchise that's taking over the world, which is F45. Right, right. So basically what we did was we met at the studio, kind of looked at a class that was going on there. I've never done an F45 session yet, but um, I'll have to hit that up now that, that Marky Mark's run me through it. Now, I want to know, did you just train together? Did, did you train with Marky Mark, the man? He trained. I was behind the camera with the crew taking the shots of the session. Amazing. Amazing. Because so, <laughs> oh, oh, he's done every kind of action film. You know, he's done his Transformers. He's done Shooter. He's done um, – uh, he was he was a boxer. God, what was the name of that? The Fighter. The, the, yeah, the Fighter. The fighter? Yeah, yeah. yeah, with Christian Bale. Yeah. So he's, he's in tip-top shape. It's always physical roles with him, isn't it? Have you seen Pain and Gain with The Rock? I have, yes. Yeah. 
That was a great, great gym-based yeah. movie. Jacked. Yes. <laughs> See, my favourite is actually Shooter because I, don't, I, I just love – I don't know. I just I just think that is just such a wicked movie. But um, I don't know. He's just the man. is that sniper and all that kind of stuff. But you're absolutely right. He is physical in every single film he does. So – that would have been sick to uh to to watch him do Yeah, it was good to session. good to see him throw down, but it was also interesting to hear him talk about, you know, being a father um and all of his business ventures. He's he's quite the heavy investor, obviously, like we just mentioned, F45, but and his restaurant chain as well. He's behind the camera producing. But then to hear him talk, you know, he's such a strong guy and he's so confident and so over the top he's that over the top Hollywood personality. And I just wanted to ask him what scares him and cool. kind of what, what his vulnerabilities are. And that's when he kind of got into the fatherhood thing. Well, that's when you get into the gold of who someone is and what goes on upstairs. Exactly. what we exactly. see is all in, in interviews and all that kind of stuff where it might just be promoting a film. You actually want to know what makes him him. That's yep. that's fantastic. So, mate, I'm looking forward to hearing this because it sounds like he's he's way stronger mentally than he is physically in every sense. So let's dive in. Let's hear our chat with Mark Warburg. I went full Warburg this trip. I went to Warburgers last night. Did the 4 a.m. training session this morning. Just wanted to do my my research, you know. <laughs> what are you working on at the moment? Um. Well, there's a couple. I've two movies that are in the can. One is called Good Joe Bell, and the other one is called Wonderland, which is kind of like a throwback kind of modern day Serpico guy who can't sit back while. Innocent people get wronged by people in power yeah. and authority. Um, and then I'm possibly committing to this movie as early as this week, which I started training for. Obviously, your roles are quite physical. Mm-hmm. Do you stay in shape based off movies or you, you stay in shape I, and take movies? Like it, what comes it first? It depends. It depends. I mean, I do whatever the role requires. So yeah. if it's getting heavy and out of shape like Deep on Horizon, then I do that. Um, if it's losing weight and losing muscle like I just did for Good Joe Bell, then I do that. It really just depends on the, the, the role, the film dictate what I'm doing as far as my fitness. Yeah. Oh, okay, so you change your fitness yeah, around that. Everything, everything really kind of depends on what the role requires. And that being said, if I'm doing something um, or not working or I just kind of do my own thing, then I just prefer to stay in shape Yeah, because I just feel better. And what yeah. do you do if you're not training for a specific body type? What would be your fallback? Um, again, just, you know, uh, full body functional movement stuff where I can kind of be fit, feel good and be active, you know, play yeah. with my kids, play basketball, play, you know, any sport. And yeah. Yeah. Feel just like I can still get out there. Yeah, exactly. So I guess that kind of leads us into F45, which is that full body functional workout. So an Aussie venture, what kind of appealed to you about F45 in the first place? Well, I've always had a huge interest in the health and wellness space. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, it's for me as a businessman and an entrepreneur, I only wanted to be involved in things that made you feel good um, and, you know, just enhance your quality of life or at least give you something to kind of work hard, play hard, and then kind of find that good balance. Um, and so when I was approached, I didn't know too much about it. And for me, it has to be something that I can really connect to. It has to be an honest and organic extension of who I am. Yeah. So they had been talking about me getting involved. I just went to this first studio right here at Sherman Oaks. I walked in and I fell in love with the concept. I fell in love with the energy. I fell in love, fell in love with the sense of community. I fell, fell in love with the idea that a 50-year-old mom could be working out 
next to a collegiate athlete yeah. and they're working together and um, you know it was it's a love fest it's like how how many businesses can you be in where people walk out of there feeling like they can conquer the world everybody's got a gigantic smile on their face yeah. and they're ready to do it again tomorrow it's like even in the bar business you know, you can, yeah, people can leave happy and merry, and I guarantee they're going to feel like shit the next day, yeah. you know, hungover. It's just, it was just um, the the concept itself and the product that I fell in love with, and then getting to know the guys, and then getting to know me, and realizing what we could bring as far as added value to the business, and, and all those things. But it had to be about, again, the concept first. If it was a great business model, but wasn't really something that I thought was sustainable, there's yeah. other ways to make money. I'd make a lot of money in my primary business. But to be able to then invest my money in something yeah. that I really believe in is being like a game changer, next level yeah, for yeah. people of all levels of, of, of fitness. What do you think has been the key to, I guess, you know, as a businessman yourself, to that taking off in over 40 countries? Um, it's just proven that it works and it works for everybody. You know, it's inclusive to all walks of life, yeah. you know, all levels of fitness. And it's one of those things where... You know, there are a lot of fads out there and they'll draw people in, but again, they become fads if there's a piece of equipment there and they're relying on that piece of equipment. Eventually that piece of equipment is going to become a piece of furniture in somebody's house or in somebody else's studio. So just felt like the, the, the variety is never the same workout twice. I go now with my wife who's now got the bug, um, which is great because it's changed her whole entire attitude. Um, just again, uh, super positive, energetic, can't wait to go out there and conquer the day and not worry about the kids kind of conquering her and driving her into the ground and being stressed yeah. out. And when you think about everybody's everyday kind of busy schedule, hustle and bustle to be able to go in 45 minutes, yeah. warm up, work out, cool down, be out of there and off to, you know. And someone as, as fit as yourself is, you know, will you do a couple of classes a day or you just, you wreck yourself in that I, 45 I think, minutes? Yeah, I think here's the great thing. You could, uh, we brought world-class athletes in there. Yeah. And I tried to explain to them that it's good to just go at your own pace and kind of feel it out. And I was like, I'm a world-class athlete. These people in here are doing it. They do it all the time. I could do this. And so they started at 10. Yeah. And then they just collapsed. They don't make yeah. it halfway through. You know, they're yeah. taking multiple breaks. And I'm like, look at this this woman here, 50 years old, four kids, Stay two grandkids. She's just <laughs> rolling and not stopping during the breaks. Yeah. She's still moving, you know, or keeps going. And, um, so I think you can kind of turn it up as you want. You yeah. just got to be smart about it. So I, no, I love to push myself. I think at my age, last time I was working out, I was doing two a days and everything else. In a perfect world, you work out once a day, mm. do everything else you can to recover, rest, and prepare for the next day. But I'm doing classes three days a week. I love it. Yeah. I mean, my dream, the funny thing is, my dream is always to be able to a, own a home, have a home where I have my own gym, my own theater. And I found myself kind of like, being bored and like to be in there by myself like I'm a, I'm, I'm committed it's part of my job and, you know so I'm motivated to do it I have a number of reasons to do it but then you get to go to a place like F45 where there's just so much great energy yeah other motivations for training I say based on the city so I think I think the thing for me is like you know I have to do it for my job but I also do it mm-hmm. because it makes me feel good yeah and I think you know I love I love life as a whole, and I want to extend it as long as possible. Right? Yeah. There's no guarantee. Um, so just doing all the things that I can to make sure that I have that good quality of life and, and, and you know, uh, be able to, barring, you know, God knows what can happen, just having that longevity and doing everything I can. Yeah. 
prevention is always better than cure, right? Yeah. So you decide to exercise. And also, I don't want anybody to have a boot camp type of existence. You know, it's great to be able to go work out, hang out with your mates, have a couple of beers, go in and burn it off the next day, have a burger, do that stuff. Finding that balance, yeah. I think, is the key. But I think being able to inspire people to say there is enough time in the day to accomplish all of your goals and find that, how to find that great balance. I mean, that is the thing that I also want. That's why I share, you know, all the things that I'm doing, what I'm doing, how I'm doing it. Because I think that people can find a way to say, okay, how do I maximize my day? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Not do what he's doing, but maximize my own day with work, with kids and all that stuff and find that balance. Find those extra 1%. Yeah. Yeah. Give yourself. What does strength mean to you? Oh, God. I mean, you know... I'm so, I'm so centered in my spirituality because I start my day, you know, getting on my hands and my knees, reading my prayer book and, you know, thinking about what I need to do to be the best successful version of myself and the best servant, father, husband, son, all those things, a leader, follower, an example to those that look at me as an example. Um, and then I try to do something good for my, my body, my health, exercise eat something and then I already feel like in a very positive headspace by the yeah. time my kids wake up and the chaos starts and yeah. you know, school <laughs> or whatever you know and it's real life and all the curveballs that you get thrown on the other day you can be the happy dad instead of the crazy yeah, exactly. dad yeah exactly you know come 7 o'clock 8 o'clock and I'm super tired and I've been up for yeah. you know 14, 15 hours you know yeah. it's, it's hard but but yeah I think uh, a strong spirit strong in mind and then body you know those yeah. are the, the most important things and has that changed as your career has progressed? Um, no, I wouldn't say that it's changed. It's just, it's just affirmed all the things that yeah. I, you know, and reaffirmed, you know, and, and put much more of an emphasis on, you know, faith, family, and even fitness, you know. Yeah. Like some sort of it at, at the end of the day because it kind of helps you. And you, you kind of set that example because you want to be the inspiration for mm-hmm. the people that look up to you. Who do you look up to? Uh, well, you know, I mean, that's a big, broad question. I look up to the real heroes of the world, school teachers, people who serve their country and their community, um, people who do it, you know, against the odds, you know, the mothers who, you know, single moms who, you know, get their kids to school, go to 45, go to work, get home, help their kids with their homework, feed them dinner. Um, you know, there's a lot of unsung heroes out there, people that yeah. I admire that I've, I've met along the way and that I find, you know, uh, give me inspiration. So the the four AM workout that went viral, the, mm-hmm. the daily routine, um, is that a regular thing for you, or is that for a role? That was five months. Yeah, that was for a yeah. role. That was five months of, of craziness. But you know, I'm starting to now because now again I finished a movie where I could kind of eat and drink what I wanted because I was running every day. Now I'm hopefully preparing for a movie where I've already now stopped drinking, eating much more uh, clean. Yeah. Um, but it's good, you know, because it's like, you know, I'm either in or I'm out. Yeah. You know, and I don't. No middle ground. Nah, no, nah, it's not for me. Pretty extreme one way or the other. Yeah. But that was like craziness, the two a days and everything. Yeah. What role was that for? Wonder Woman. I was also doing it for mile 22. I mean, I was, but yeah. literally then I was doing two a days and like the whole, the whole craziness. Yeah. With all, with all that kind of intensity. How important is recovery for you in those periods? Or do you take the months after that project as recovery? Yeah, I mean, I still try to, you know, whether it be 
go to the cryo, I've got a uh, hyperbaric chamber, which I haven't used infrared bed, which I haven't used for collecting dust. But um, I get to take a physiotherapist with me or try to get a massage. I mean, I try to do as much as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, it's good old fashioned rest. I just feel like I've always been in, like today I was gonna take the day off. Yeah. And I just got up and took the day off from golf, but I went to the gym and yeah. killed it for two hours. Is cryo something you do regularly? It was, yeah. and then I just kind of stopped. I've always been too terrified. Oh, you gotta try. I hate the cold. It feels <laughs> fantastic to get out. It's tough, you know. It's not like two minutes, two and a half minutes, three minutes max. But you feel good, and you sleep good. You seem to be like gathering success after success, and does the pressure increase the more you succeed? You know that paradox of success. Um, and does no, that what does that no, motivate I think, you? More? I think I think it's the best possible thing you can do is make sure you give everything that you do your all mm-hmm. and that way if because not everything is going to be a complete utter success right but yeah. I tell you what it feels a lot better uh, with success or failure if you've given it your all as opposed to something that you just kind of you threw a little time and attention at but didn't really give it your all and, and complete focus um, that's when you have regret Yeah. so I don't mind with success failure as long as there's no regret yeah. as long as I've given it my all and I gave it every opportunity to succeed, to succeed. Yeah. And especially in film um, and television you know you go in thinking okay I'm going to make the best possible version of this particular movie and it's hard to make good movies and sometimes they don't always turn out the way you want but it's never for lack of effort yeah yeah you know it's like we always leave it all out there so, and so, I guess so if that's kind of, the case yeah then then yes I'll still feel good about it I mean you, you, you having more wins than losses obviously is I always look at it like a baseball analogy you know, even if you don't need about a thousand to get into the Hall of Fame, right? Yeah. If you give that three hundred or above, you're winning. We're, you know, a little above five hundred with what I've been doing, which is fantastic. Yeah. But I think again, it's for lack of effort, and also, I mean, it's not for lack of effort, and it's also, again, doing things that are a direct extension of who I am. Yeah. It's just not something that's completely out of the box. It makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. You know, not getting into things that I don't understand or that I'm not in some way, shape, or form, like, it's not some way, shape, or form part of who I am. Yeah. I imagine you'd say no a lot more than you say yes to... Yes. Just based on that reason. Yes, yes. But when I'm in it and it's something that I'm doing, then I say yes a lot more than I say no. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah. we have a movie and they're like, well, we have these X amount of commitments to go and make sure that we create awareness and excitement uh, and for people to go and see the movie in a theater. Yeah. Um, we'll always try to do that much more yeah. to ensure the success of it. Yeah. You know, so What's we'll, that saying? Um, it's like under promise, over deliver? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't like asking for favors. Yeah. I like to deliver and, and grant favors. The age-old question you get asked all the time, entourage, based on your, your career and experiences, but where you are in your career now, you you've almost transcended that character yeah. um, just with your business ventures and philanthropy and that sort of thing. Would you ever revisit that concept in an elevated form to, to reflect the Mark Wahlberg that is of today? Um, well, we are discussing and kind of thinking about ways because we're launching our own content platform. We're doing tons of stuff so we want to really be um, above and beyond what everybody else is doing in health and wellness space and other forms of business that we're doing. So I think there would be another form or iteration of the business stuff that we're doing. 
Yeah. Um, but not in a way where it's just like about gloss and excess yes. as opposed to like really how do you do this? How do you succeed in business? How do I kind of share my growth um, process and learning experience with others and do that stuff? So focusing on multiple facets of my life and business. There's some, something like that to be yeah to be done where we've been discussing that. when you were kind of like growing up in Dorchester looking at your life now as a 16 year old mm-hmm. where did you see yourself was this it well I still always had that ability to kind of multitask slash hustle right yeah will things to happen you know um, so obviously now using that having those street smarts is, is uh, something that I've been able to utilize to my advantage to a certain extent um but also, you know, you got to be able to learn and grow and pay attention, not be afraid to ask questions. I mean, the, you know, the worst thing you can do is pretend to understand what somebody's saying. Yeah. And then not. Right? So I think, um, yeah, just being able to be laser focused in it all, all the time. What would you say would be the constant in your life? Is it fitness? Is it your commitment to your health? Is it religion? It's faith, family, or fitness or the pillars, right? And everything else kind of falls into place, but I think if I keep those things going, everything else seems to, to work out. And, and they and the things that look, you may take some big swings and you may, you know, you may fail miserably, but again, it's never for lack of effort. You always feel good about it because you know you, you left no stone unturned when trying to build something and give it the best chance to succeed. Um, and you know, other than that, like you know, I've been pretty blessed and pretty fortunate. Yeah. Does anything scare you? Uh, yeah, I mean, look, having a teenage daughter, uh, the world out there, you know, uh, with my kids, it's all scary stuff. Yeah. Earthquake was pretty sketchy the other day, yesterday. Yeah, I know. So you can do, you know, but, but most things are out of your hand. Like with my kids, all I could do is be the best example possible. I can't, like, say, you know, I don't want to force them to go to church, force them to work out, because I think they'll resent it and you know, there'll be a lot of pushback, right? Um, but if they know that, oh my God, dad has to do this every day, and it seems to really work for him, then maybe they'll say, oh, well, let's look a little bit closer, and maybe dabble in a little bit themselves, and then yeah. if they find that same kind of um, result, then fantastic. I have two girls and two boys, um, but I'm also 48, you know, and I've been doing this since I was 18. Yeah. You know, it's 30 years now. So I think I, yeah, I mean, if you ask me at 20, 28, or right at my first child, I was 34. But if you ask me at different stages of my life, probably be different answers. Yeah. But having a daughter, yes, absolutely changed the, changed the game. The like, daughter, yeah. Have, to, to be responsible, become a man. I think you can, you know, I have friends who have three boys and they still look at the world a little bit differently. Yeah. And, you know, there are guys who have four daughters and they, Look at the world, very different yeah. from that. What do you put that down to? Just the protective yeah. instincts? Yeah, and then you're like, oh my God, I'm going to change the world. I'm going to change the, the history of the world. I'm going to be Did the one who's going to change the game, and my daughters are going to. And then you say, well, you know what? You get to a point where you realize, well, it's their life. they got to hopefully just put them in a position to make good choices. Yeah. And you kind of let them do their thing. Yeah. I know um, that's it's their life. You know, it's the same thing with me. I mean, you know, God. It's amazing the fact that I've been able to 
be as involved in my children's life and protect them in a way that my parents probably couldn't because they had nine of us and they had work just to put food on the table. Yeah. And we grew up in an environment where you walked out the door and you were exposed to drugs, gangs, violence, crime. All that stuff was right there. Yeah. You know, it'd be a miracle to be able to avoid those things. So I've been able to at least give them a, 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 a different environment to grow up in. Yeah. Which could even be worse if the, you know, I mean, if you just, some certain people just give their kids everything and don't pay attention to what they're doing. They think if they could provide for them financially, then their job is done. Do you see a lot of yourself in them? Yeah. 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 In a good way? <laughs> good way and bad way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like my daughter, my youngest, oh my God, she's a machine. She's like, you know, she's an equestrian. She's all about going there, shoveling horse poop, doing everything she has to do. It's her life, right? And she's in it. She really earned the right to be a horse owner, and you could tell how serious she was, and that it was not going to be something that she was into, and then she'd be off to the next thing. Um, and yeah, and then there's times when my kids would be playing sports, and I'm pushing from behind or something, and dropping an F bomb, and my wife would be mortified. Like, yeah, it's in for me. I've done that before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the great thing was too that the right away, literally afterwards. Yeah. Calm, was able to calm down. He felt really bad, apologized. Then he wanted to call his coach again and apologize again. And then wrote a letter to his coach. I made him go a little bit more extreme with the, um, you know, making up for just can't let him get away with stuff, you know? You gotta be involved in every aspect of their lives. Yeah. You know, that's the most important Yeah. Just being there all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But not letting too much light. No one choosing your battles, too. You know, it's like my two sons fighting yesterday so it was perfect because they've been on the video game too much so I just took both their games away yeah and then right away instead of fighting they're both trying to show that they're getting along good and buttering me up to get their game back yeah yeah still haven't given it back do you see yourself maintaining that same intensity for the next 10, 20 years? I always kind of like I'll look at like the next 10 years what the what that looks like you know what the landscape looks like I think um, I've always promised my wife and my kids that you know, until I'm 50, originally it was 40, 50, that I would like work really hard on my film stuff. But I also have shown that there are a lot of other business interests that I have that will allow me to be at home more. Mm. Um, and so I think, yeah, going from, say, if I do three movies in the next 12 months, I think um, come 50, it'd be maybe one movie a year, one movie every 18 months. Yeah. I think one movie or two. It really depends on how passionate I am about something. Yeah. As opposed to saying, okay, I'm continuing to build with my career. I have to make a comedy, then I have to make that's it. it yeah. And actually, I have to make a drama. I have to make something that's super commercial. I have to make something that's, you know, we can be critically acclaimed. And, you know, I think we can you know, chill out on that. Yeah. So, yeah, if I've been like, you shit kicked out of me for, you know, four months doing an action movie, it's nice to just sit in a room. You get cool with Ted Frank. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, like instant family, you know, after yeah. mile 22, it was like such a nice change of pace. You know, just yeah. action, 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 all the guns, explosions, you know, fighting. Like sitting in a room talking about kids. Yeah. You are often out and about without that whole, you know, I guess, like fuss and, and kind of nonsense. Mm. Is that something that you, you know, you try and make more normalized or is that a conscious well, effort or? I always wanted to kind of just you know I knew my job would kind of put me in the limelight yeah when the movie's coming out or when something's happening or when you know a place where people aren't used to seeing somebody famous and yeah. but you know my wife's not in the business 
Um, so that helps, you know. Um, being married to, you know, famous actress where paparazzi doesn't follow me around. Or if I'm at a supermarket or somewhere and I'm there, they'll take a picture. But mm. other than that, you, you know. seem pretty good humored about it. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to get some snacks now. So there you have it, our one-on-one chat with the force of nature that is Mark what a Wahlberg. Man, what a dude. But what I love about Mark Wahlberg is he's conquered the business world. Physically, we always see that in every film and all the, all the shoots and that kind of stuff. He's, he's in tip-top condition. But when you're having that chat with him, that's the side that we never get to see. You know, for someone who's so structured in every element of their life, the thing that scares him the most is the one element in life that he cannot control. And to hear that from someone so physically dominant in or so, so dominant in every aspect is I, I think it brings back that sense of realness it's that side that we never get to see and it's that side you want to hear about the most because you see that one side and you go okay cool that must just be him but that's only one small part of the story and that's what I love about these chats and that's what it shows that greater side and the thing that scares this big tough guy the most is his family yeah, absolutely. It's it's also a great reminder that it's okay to be human. You know, even Mark Wahlberg is a human being yeah. and has these vulnerabilities. <laughs> that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Uh, don't forget, you can pick up the latest issue of Men's Health with Mark Wahlberg on the cover. You can also read the article online at menshealth.com.au. And as always, Link, what do we have to do? Mate, if you haven't already subscribed, subscribe up, rate, review. We love to hear all the feedback. We love to hear your comments, what, what you'd like to hear from us, what you'd love us to chuck in add anyone that you have in mind we'd love to hear about it but thanks as always for tuning in and listening and we'll chat to you next week on the next episode of strength sessions ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.